everybody. Happy Friday night for everybody. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day and night. This is the What Would Jeff Do with Angelo um, co-hosting. He's stepping in for the wonderful Joel, who's back in New England, who will be back lately tomorrow night, early Sunday morning. Can't wait to see her. Um, it'll be a pleasure to have her back, obviously. Um, missing her. Um, both of us are missing her. Dogs are missing her. Um, but there's a lot of great things that are that are happening um, on this show. Number one, um, it's a Q&A show. So it's time for you to type in your questions. Angela will read them to me, and then I will answer them for you. A lot of the questions that I answer are, you'll hear me say the word punishment or correction. Um, punishment is not abuse. Punishment is the opposite of a reward. So when you want to get a dog to do something, you reward it. When you want to get a dog to do something, you, you, you apply a punisher. It takes skill set to do it. It's not hard to learn, but it does take skill. There's timing, there's intensity. Um, but then again, on rewarding a dog, there's also timing as well. So training a dog to do something takes a skill set as well. And I've seen um, that go wrong way more than stopping unwanted behavior go wrong because most people, unfortunately, are not stopping unwanted behaviors to the detriment of the dog, the family, and eventually to the dog's life because they end up uh, doing things that are uh, dangerous. I've been dog training for over 20 years, 10,000 dogs, traveled the world doing 300 seminars. I've been podcasting for 13 years. I just say that because I've been doing this for a while. So without even seeing your dog, I pretty much know how to stop your dog from doing what it's not supposed to do. Unfortunately, on this podcast, I'm limited on to how extensive I can give you an answer. Like, how do you stop my, my two dogs from fighting? Keep them separate is going to be my response on this show. But that's not how you stop it. But you're talking about two dogs in the same household that are fighting. You're going to have to get some consults with me not because i want to charge you but because it's extremely complicated it's very complicated to do and there's a lot of nuances also i don't know your dogs i don't know you and through the consults i do virtual online training in fact speaking of virtual online training let me just share something with you um what folks can start doing um is going to our live eCower workshop that is just launched. So if everyone can see that on the screen right now, go to programs and online courses. Scroll down to go to live eCower workshop. All right, click on that. That will bring you to this screen right here. The live eCower workshop is a five-day 60 to 90 minutes though, but it's probably 60 minutes of training, 30 minutes of Q&A, live, unedited, with a dog that does not know what an e-collar is. So we'll be right in front of you, unedited, filming, answering questions. You'll see us training a dog on all those basic commands and introducing the collar, starting the dog on the collar, and literally how we do um, everything in the green to graduate, which you're probably going to want to get as well. Um, this is a live course, meaning once you pay for it, the doors close in nine days. The doors will close. You will not be able to buy it anymore. And once those five days start, you won't be able to get in. 
and it's not going to be a, an official course afterwards. So it's, it's live training. So it'll never be available to the public. If you happen to miss one of the days, you'll be able to get a recording of that day. Um, but it's not going to be a, um, a, a, a course like we normally like we normally sell. Number one, it's only one hundred and eleven dollars. Um, we'll be doing more of these, not just on e-cowers, but on a lot of different things. So we've stopped doing seminars. So we're going to be doing more of this. So you're going to want to sign up. Now, what you do when you get to the sign up page, it's going to show you to select a date. That's because we're going to be doing a lot of these, and that's the way that also this program works. It is from February 6th through 10th. So you do the live e-collar workshop starting on Monday the 6th. You click on that. You press book. You put in your name and your email. Um, and you'll end up subscribing um, to the channel. And um, then you could actually purchase the class. Okay. And it's below read the description read the description okay got it yeah. so that's gonna be very very big um i have a morning podcast called wake the fuck up with jeff show and i run that um from eight to nine eight to nine a.m i do monday wednesday and friday to the public and then i also do um Tuesdays and Thursdays for subscribers on our Instagram channel, as well as for, um, I also do that to uh, our Patreon members. And don't forget our Patreon members get 20% off of all of our courses, including this one. And you're going to probably want to join up um, on Patreon because Patreon is a fantastic thing. Um, we have our own podcast zoom room that we do on Tuesdays, which are Q and a face to face voice to voice where you get a lot of answers. And then also we have something, um, uh, uh, where you'll be able to, um, ask questions and you get answers as well. And you get more of my, more of my time, more of my time. All right. So Angelo, let's go right into the questions. Okay, from Andrew. My dog runs away when I hold up the e-collar. Working level is three to five on mini. Wow, that's good. That's good. Have corrected at, at a level of 15 to 25 for unwanted behaviors and non-compliance of known command. What did I do? How do I fix this? Well, the uh, running away when he holds up the e-collar. Right, so you can hold up a leash to go for a walk and your dog can run away. You can hold up a slip lead, your dog can run away. So I just want you to know that no matter what you're told, because you'll be told, well, the dog's afraid of the e-collar. No. Your dog is playing a game. Now, your dog might be afraid, but when you, I don't know how you, I don't know how you condition the dog to the e-collar. We tell, we talk to people step by step, but we never in 20 years, 10,000 dogs, we have dogs try to do keep away from us. But number one, Put your dog on a slip lead first, then take out your e-collar. Now your dog can't run away. And put your e-collar on, use lots of food. So we do lots of food training at the beginning of our e-collar training if the dog has food drive. 
if the dog has food drive. So I have no idea how you started the dog on the remote collar. But even if we start dogs on correction only, they still don't run away from us. Why? Because we put a leash on them and they can't run away from us. There's people, there's dogs that run away. I just say this because I don't want people to think it's the e-collar. Take out the dog's winter jacket. Now, tons of dogs will run to you because they're excited to go outside. Lots of dogs will run away from you. Same thing with the little dog booties. Same thing with the eye meds, the ear meds. Same thing with um, a, a leash. Same thing with anything. It's just a game. It's a game. So what do you do? You teach the dog recall, but by putting a leash on it. Next. Okay, from Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, guys. Did I miss Angela's podcast last night? Actually, my podcast was not last night because I was at soccer tryouts. So um, it'll be over the weekend, actually. Mind if I plug my podcast? Mm, of course not. Okay, so the Fun Facts with Angelo podcast, co-hosted by Papa right here. Uh, anyways, we'll be here on this time, Saturday the 28th, instead of Thursday. Right, we just don't know what time yet. Yeah. We don't know what time, but it's going to be on Saturday hey, the, 20, the 28th. And it's going to be on Egyptian mythology. We'll probably do it in the afternoon. We might do it at the normal 5 o'clock time. Yeah. If we have time. We'll see what's going on. Tomorrow we start setting up Angelo's bedroom. So, Anyways, next. Uh, I know that's what you say, but still. I, next. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Daniel, hi, how are you today? Good morning. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Daniel? Hope you're doing well. Also, Daniel, love your show. Thank you so I much. You Thank you. We love it, too. All right, from Brittany. Will you be doing another e-collar workshop in the future? That's in the afternoon. I work until till, uh, 3 p.m. So well, 11 a.m. makes it hard to attend. So, Brittany, we're not sure. I'm sure we will. But like I mentioned, you can purchase it and you'll own, you can watch it. So if you purchase it, you can get a videotape of it. If you don't purchase it, you cannot afterwards. So you'll get that day's session. You'll get that day. You'll get that day's session. All right. So I'm sure at some point down the road, but it probably won't be for months, months and months and months. Next. Uh, okay. From Shy. Good morning, King Jack and Angelo. I think she says good evening. Yeah, that's what I said. Good morning. Good, oh. good, good evening. How are you, Shai? Good evening. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, from Craig. Signed up for workshop today. Can't wait. Great. Good, good. It's going to be great to have you there. We're excited. Deb. Uh, yeah, I'm. That's what Pro Probably got booted out. Probably couldn't finish typing in, got booted out. Oh, and then now she continued right here. All right. I'm the e, e her. I have a board and a training at the same time. It's perfect. Excellent. Excellent. From Andrew. Thank, thanks, Jeff. You used the green to graduate hit to condition the e-collar. Good job. Run away. You, you missed Renee Bacon's question. I did. Oh, I'm so sorry, Renee. It's okay. Uh, let's see. Renee, I asked once before, and I apologize that you don't remember 
that I that I don't remember your answer, not that you don't remember your answer. It's okay, Renee. I, I know that's something for Papa, but anyways, how do you train slash reward a dog on uh, with minimal full to zero food drive? Well, the way we start dogs off is we use the dog's daily food, number one. So we use the dog's daily food. Um, we don't withhold dogs. We don't starve them until they get hungry. Like um, there's many, many trainers that do. And that's fine if they want to withhold food for a couple of days. Dogs can live just fine. Um, but there are many dogs who won't take food from from us. They're just, they're just too nervous of dogs. They won't take food the whole time they're there. They won't. So that's where you have to be able to have the skill set to do non food training, which is leash and leash pressure, which is another great example for e-cower. E-cower is a fantastic tool for, for dogs that don't um, have food drive. Fantastic tool. Next. Okay. This time it is Andrew's turn. Yes. Uh, I left up, I left off on runs away from a slip leash too. Huh. He's a fearful slash anxious type. Right. So you've got a corner of the dog. And put the slip lead on him and then role play what it looks like to put a slip lead on him. Then you grab another slip lead. So literally call your dog to you with a slip lead, pull him to you if you have to, and then put another slip lead on him. And you need a lot of people that will say, oh, use a reward-based system. Use high-value rewards. Folks don't understand how fearful many dogs are and they that's not going to work. This is this is this is the conversation that nobody wants to talk about. Do you realize people out there there are dogs that will not take food from a human no matter what it is. If you put a steak in front of a dog, they're not going to eat it. Now, many, many dogs will, but there are so many dogs that will not. They won't take food from you. So therefore, you have to have a skill set to work with dogs that don't have food drive. Leash compulsion, remote collar. But that's still dog training. So you have to have a really good core of dog training skills. Next. Ben, good evening, Jeff and Angela. Oh, good evening. By the way, you spelled Angela's name wrong. What do you... Yeah, hold up. My name isn't Angelio. It's Angelo. Why do you spell it Angelio? Because <laughs> I spelled your name wrong. I know. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Ben. Next. Okay, let's see. Ben, love you guys. Thanks, Ben. Love you too. Let's see. Renee, thank you, Jeff and Angela. Thank you, Jeff, and good job, Angelo. Uh, thanks. Here we go. From Deb, Angelo, how were soccer tryouts? Fun. You want to tell everybody about them? Okay, well, let's see. At first, before the tryouts even started, I just went in the field and kicked around my ball. Uh, then tryouts started, and we did a sort of form whole, like, game, practice game. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to be defense most of the time. Mm -hmm. I like defense because it's not running after the ball like on offense. And in goalie, he, it's very hard to like catch the ball before it goes in your goal. Because you're brand new. This is Angelo's first sport. Mm -hmm. 
his first his first sport, and there was sixty five kids at the tryout. There was a couple hundred kids there that day last night, and um, it's a great program that they have down here um, in the Bradenton area. It's a humongous park, humongous park. It's a beautiful. It's a, if you want to see what they've a really good use of the public's dollars. Um, uh, uh, the park that they've got here in Bradenton has got incredible tennis courts, both covered and uncovered. They've got soccer fields, baseball fields, football fields, lacrosse fields. They've got a skating park there. They've got a they've got a huge dog park there. They've got lots of open space. They have a gym room there, an activity room there, indoor basketball courts, pickleball courts. And wait, what's pickle? Oh, it's the thing where it's a half ball and then there's like a, a weird net coming from like the part of the ball that makes a teardrop shape. And then you hit it with a tennis racket, right? No. 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 Not pickleball. No, you can look it up. You can look it up on YouTube. You'll see. I got there. I guess that was the round sport. Next. Round sport. Uh let's see. Kim, opposite here. I have to do non-food training because he gets overly excited with treats. Thanks for that tip to give him treats after the train ses- session. Worked perfectly. Oh, good. Yeah, Kim was on the show this morning, on, um, or yesterday, I think. Maybe it was this morning. Yeah, there's a lot of dogs where dogs get too excited with food, and then you have to correct them for being overly excited. Next. Renee, except... Uh, not not the other Renee. This is a different Renee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... You can say their last name, Escobar. Yeah, this is uh, Renee Escobar, not uh, Renee Bacon. Right. So uh, One's a male, one's a female. Yes, two different people, two different Renees. Okay. Just wanted to specify that, that's all. Anyways, Renee Escobar. Hey, Jeff, I re- rescued a Doberman two months ago. I, I had one already that I got from a breeder her and is well-trained. I've been working on his confidence, but at times he's just too scared to care about anything. Yep, yep. There's a lot of those out there. Oh, that could be just bad nerves. It could be genetic. So it's, it's be careful about, let's do this though, Renee. Um, let's just say you've got another dog. Let's stop calling him a rescue dog. Let's not assume something bad happened to the, in the dog's past. You just have a very nervy, scared dog. So now what do you do? You, that's where you really need to know remote collar training and compulsion training because you're going to be using force to train the dog, which is going to help build the relationship. So a lot of people will say, build the relationship first, then do the training. Well, all depends on how long you want to wait to have a trained dog because you can do the training, which will also build the relationship, which will also increase the dog's confidence. So you're going to have to learn how to push this dog past thresholds through being uncomfortable with situations. Your other dog might have been happily be able to walk up steps. This dog might be terrified. This other dog might be happy to jump over a log. This dog might be terrified. This dog might be afraid of going through doorways, afraid of floors, um, afraid of um, a crate, afraid of um, obedience commands. You put the dog in obedience command and every little noise makes the dog skittish. Like you, That's where troubleshooting skills dramatically, dramatically help. Next.
I'm just getting a drink of water. Mm-hmm. I'm thirsty. Anyways, Jill, we've worked, worked through green to graduate and feel pretty good about where we are at. Would the e-commerce workshop be a benefit to us? It would for a couple of reasons. Number one, you could um, ask questions. Number two, you will learn more than a couple of things. So that alone, it's worth the price. And again, the eCower workshop, let me go back, let me go back to it. Um, it's right here. And if people go to um, academy.solidcaninetraining.com and they go to programs and consults and they go to live eCower workshop and then they scroll down and they sign up right here. The dates that you're selecting are February 6th and you start purchasing it right from there. Okay. So it all starts at Academy. Uh, I'll put the website up right now. Academy. Right. Next. Uh, Michael. Hi there. Hello. I have a dog currently who is terrified of humans other than the three of us he lives with. How do I properly socialize him to break that fear her slash insecurity? To add, he's aggressive because of his fear. He's aggressive because well, he's... acts aggressive because of his right, fear. Right, so he's aggressive because he's aggressive. Let's, let's get rid of the word fear when it comes to aggression. Let's just call it aggressive. Because you're going... When you start putting the word fear in people have a hard time correcting, applying a punisher to their dog. So for instance, Michelle, last time your dog, say, tried to either growl or tried to bite someone, what did you do specifically step-by-step? This is where one-on-ones dramatically help people. So step-by-step, ballpark, you know, what did you do? You have to be prepared to apply a punisher to your dog for being aggressive. Um, Let me go back to my screen. You've got to be prepared to uh, apply a punisher to your dog for being aggressive. Whereas a lot of people, since they are they're leaning on the fear part, won't do that. So what do you else do you do? Train the dog. Fully awfully train this dog. It will help its fear dramatically. I would say that 70% plus of the dogs that we work with are fearful dogs. They come into our board and train. And they come, that's why so many dogs look so nervous in our videos. They're fearful dogs. That's just how they are. We didn't create it. They came to us fearful. If anything, we eliminate it. We eliminate the dog's um, fear response to many, many things. How do we do that? We push them through. Also, if a dog is trying to bite, fearful or not fearful, they do not get away with it. Next. Helen, how do you stop your dog from barking at anything that goes by my house? That could be as easy as making a bonker. Get yourself a bonker. It is a wrapped up cotton towel. I've got a video on my YouTube channel on how to make a bonker and how to and how to deploy the bonker. And um, you would say the word no. No is your marker that you're about to apply a punisher. Yes is your marker that you would apply about to um, give a reward, say no, and very, very, very firmly bonk the dog. 
You can also buy a bark collar for the dog, which goes off automatically. So whenever the dog barks, it gets a shock and you can set it from usually one to five or one to six as far as intensity. You can also put a remote collar on your dog or a shock collar on your dog, which are the same thing, by the way. E-collar, remote collar, shock collars in 2023 from Dogtra, Sport Dog, Garmin, E-collar Technologies, they're all the same thing. We prefer Dogtra and E-collar just because of the design of them. Next. Uh, let's see. From Deb. Jill, I've been training for 30 years and, whoa, 30 years? Good job. Yep. And Ola has learned new things from others. The seminar will be great. Thank you, Deb. Yeah. I mean, you always pick up new things. You know, you're, 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 the troubleshooting will be, will be huge. The troubleshooting will be huge. Next. Helen, she ate the bark collar on the first day I put it on her. I'm sorry. What? So she ate it? How, if a collar is on a dog, how can they eat the collar? How? Now, if you took the, the collar off the dog and they ate it, it's not because they hated it. That's like dogs also hate TV remotes. Do they hate that? They, they eat cell phones. They eat sunglasses. Now, you, have, you, you probably have a bigger issue. It sounds to me like you've got a dog that does that is not controlled in the house. So I would ask, what's your level of control in the dog's house? Is your dog trained? Do you have a level of control in your house? You're brand new to our podcast. So my question is, is your dog under voice control? Can you recall your dog to you? Tell it to lie down and it not move for three hours. In in our book, in our world, and that and we teach this. That's dog training. Can your dog go for a walk politely and not pull on a leash, which by the way, has got nothing to do with barking, but can it do that? Can your dog um, uh, re be recall in an open field, recall at a minimum in your backyard, or do you have to like do all kinds of tricks to get it to do stuff? So do you have an actually trained dog where the bar is set to public access training level? because that's the, the bar so the bar of public access training level is service dog training level they're not service dogs but they can act as good if not better in public than most service dogs can and they know commands so once you have a dog that understands what to do and what not to do things like eating the e-cower and dogs do make mistakes dogs get into the trash we have protocols on how to stop that. Um, so what I would say is get a bark collar again or a remote collar, but be careful where you leave it and don't leave your dog unattended. Create your dog when you're not home. Next. Raquel. Raquel? Yep. Raquel? That's her name, Raquel. Okay. That's her company name, but just say Raquel. Oh, the, oh that's her company name. Yes. Okay. Raquel. Hey, Jeff and Angela. Good to see you two together. Hey. Good, good to see you, Raquel. Love you. Uh, if anybody doesn't know Raquel, Raquel is an extremely talented trainer down in Brazil. Brazil. And if you are looking for a trainer, click on Raquel's name. And wherever you are in Brazil, she'll probably know a trainer that can help you if she's not close enough. And... Um, Raquel also is somebody that is, like many of us dog trainers, is subject to online hate by people who have nothing better to do 
other than what they should be doing is working on their self-esteem and also helping more people instead of attacking trainers that are actually making a significant difference in the dog training world. Um, and you'll see that happen a lot to dog trainers, how people are trying to cancel them. So cancel culture exists. People are trying to cancel Raquel. I've been trying, they've been trying to cancel me for 20 years. And, um, and, and the, in the worst thing to do, the worst thing to do, and this is the biggest, I don't want to say the biggest pet peeve. One of my pet peeves, I cannot stand how, um, I cannot stand how people are bending to the knee for a, for, for, for these cancel cultures. What's even worse, I cannot stand how people are bending to the knee for 1% of something like Leah Thomas. Yeah. I, cannot, I cannot understand how the NCAA bent the knee, how all of these, how, how the school that, that he went to bent the knee. I cannot stand that. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace how 1% of the population is literally deciding what the other 99% of us should be doing. So, but if you speak up, if you speak up, oh, you hate that demographic. No, I don't. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. But I'm 57 years old. I remember the whole women's right movement. Knock, knock. Anybody home? Next. Uh, Papa, I have to ask, who is Leah Thomas? Leah Thomas is a swimmer who was identified as a male and then started identifying as a woman and started swimming on the women's college team and beating every female out there. And all these young women who worked their whole life to become the best lost and they lost opportunity to um, scholarships. They lost opportunity to potential jobs, to potential endorsements, and they lost, unfortunately, self-esteem and all because of the, of a very small percentage of people who wouldn't speak up and they were not allowed to speak up at all. They were instructed not to speak up by a bunch of woke um, bureaucrats that work at the university. That's why. Now, my opinion is what they should have done, because what does that do with dog training? A lot, because a lot of dog trainers are also becoming very, very much like this. And as far as like bending the knee and lying is what they all should have done is never started swimming. If there's a race, don't swim. Stand there on the starting block. Don't swim. Let it be a one, let it be a one person race. Yep. Show you, just do it. Say, we're not swimming. It's all televised. So imagine a television show of a swimming race where nobody swims but one person. I wouldn't watch that. Nobody would watch it. Nobody would watch it. And they also allowed her in the locker room. I'm sorry. What? Yep. A genetically um, a, a, a male into the women's locker room walking around naked. Yep. Next. Oh my God. 
Okay, Carlos. I have a puppy he here right now doing place for almost an hour now. I like how you did I've instead of I have. I like it when people do that because I've means I have. Yep. I just find that really cool. Yep, that's how great. Awesome. That kind of language. Carlos, great work. Yeah. That means you've been working really hard. Okay, Connie, my dog knows if I'm holding the remote, so I find myself carrying the rem remote all over my house with me anyway to fix this. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with holding a remote. The dog should not have a negative association with the remote. Your dog should not have a negative association with the remote. You shouldn't be also threatening. A lot of people do that. They, if their dog is doing something wrong, they hold the remote up. That's a threat. Don't do that. That's not how remote cowers are used. That's not how a remote cower is used. It's a threat. You shouldn't have to threaten your dog. Either correct your dog or don't correct your dog. Next. Mary, super excited for your five-day e-collar workshop. Grab mine today. Excellent. Good job. Awesome. All right, Ben. Hi. Hi, Jeff. I have a five-month-old Malinois huh, that won't stop barking. How could you correct her for this, please? Is is too young for an her, thank you so much. Uh, too young for an e-collar is not a thing. Well, that's not true. 12 weeks old is too young. So oh. if you have a five-month-old Malinois, I would immediately get an e-collar for that dog because that dog should be fully e-collar trained. Hmm. You own a Malinois. I rarely ever pick out – I own a Malinois. I rarely ever am breed-specific on any of my advice at all. Bulldogs, I'm specific on swimming protocols, but when it comes to a Malinois, you have a different breed of dog. Being the owner of a Malinois, you need to know how to, that dog, at five months old, if you haven't done this, it's not, I'm not shaming you, but should be fully off-leash trained. So get our Green to Graduate course, and in one month, you'll have a fully off-leash trained dog. But Malinois are a special breed of dog, a special breed of dog. And you need to intensely train them. Every dog needs training. Every dog needs training. Every dog should have a high level of training as far as, as, far as being a family pet. But a Malinois, you're going to want to get that dog trained. So, yes, an e-cower is a fantastic tool. Next. Uh. Bendra oh wait, he uh, said the comment twice. You just showed up twice, yeah. Yeah. Uh Kim, maybe they should train as hard as they hate. I love that. Yes, they should. Kim, they're not interested in it. Uh, wait. What? Training is not part of their agenda. Hate is part of their agenda. Keep that in mind. Dogs are the iron, are the Trojan horse, excuse me. So my Dogs are the Trojan horse to help families to eliminate pain, right? You have an untrained dog. Your family's in pain. I want to help eliminate the pain. I help you with your dog. They use dogs as, they use dogs as an excuse to be hateful under the guise that they love and care about dogs. No, they don't. No. They care about hating they want to hate. They spend their time hating. That's all they do. They're not interested in helping people. They're only interested in hating people. Next. Uh, 
Raquel, I'm with you. I ain't bend in the knee for none of that. Um, cool. uh, that there's a swear word there, so I can't say that. Bullshit. Yes, thank you. Next. Okay, uh, Papa Smurf, what are your thoughts on Caesar Milan? So, welcome to the show, Stone. I don't make comments on any dog trainer or company. That's one thing you'll find me doing. I've made comments on Caesar Milan saying um, the only comments I've ever made since he is a celebrity and he is on TV and is, he is well known. Um, the only time I've, what I've, my, 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 my narrative for Caesar is um, he's the first one who's ever opened up the conversation that humans actually play an important role in dog training. And the training of the humans is just as important as training of the dog. But as far as his training style, I mean, anybody that uses their mind, you, you, there, there's nothing wrong with his training style. You know, it's changed lately, um, I think, in the last couple of years. But back when he was really, really, really big and everybody was against him, like, what's wrong with his training style? People forget that his biggest is people forget when people are hired to stop unwanted behaviors, it looks different than training a wanted behavior. People forget that. Same with us. So we specialize in aggression rehab. When we're working with aggression, it looks nothing like when we're training obedience. Nothing. And the people that are the biggest critics of how we do behavior mod, don't do behavior mod. That's the irony. They actually don't do these skills. They don't even have the skills, but they're the biggest critics. Next. Okay. Uh, Sam, Sam, it's raining here, so we put our dogs into a downtown stay in the living room where they, ha- where they have been for three to four hours without moving. Yep. Most of the time, we weren't even with them. Yeah, that's great. Sam, all that says to me is you've done a ton of work. You've done a ton of work. So kudos to you. And it's not because, and Sam is, is it's anybody can achieve what Sam just mentioned. Anybody. Next. Carlos, I think e-collar should remove button click and function change sounds. Those alert my dogs before anything else. I think you can should remove button clicks and function change sounds as one of my dogs. Yeah, I mean, sometimes if, if the dog is, is responding to the click of the button, just keep the, the remote into the um, in your pocket. But again, I didn't know how, I don't know how you trained your dog on the remote. There's a lot of ways to train dogs on remotes. So um, they should be responding to the stim, the stimulation. Next. Ben, thank you guys. I have the green to graduate Good. course. Go through it and go through it hard. Go through it hard. Get that dog off leash trained. Now ones are fun, but they can be like, I always say your average family should not get one. That's what I usually say, that your average family cannot get one. So let's go back to the live e-collar course because I really want to talk about this a lot. Oh, I actually missed one of Sam's comments. Oh, go ahead. I just put them into a downstay with me in my office. They will probably be here about three to four hours while I work. They're happy just to be here with me. Awesome. That's good. That's really good. 
Also, you say, hey, office, what's your office for? Just curious. Probably his work. Probably his home Paperwork. Office. Probably his home office. So he runs his business. But I guess he'll answer. Sam will answer you. So mm-hmm. we've got a live eCower workshop. And you can sign up for it. Once you're signed up for it and the door is closed in nine days, it's closed. It's closed for good. You won't be able to buy the course. You go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com and you can go to our programs and go to live eCower workshop. Go to live eCower workshop. All right. And then you um, you probably want to subscribe anyway to our channel. So you would have been you would have been notified of this yesterday. Um, that you could have bought it, started being one of the first people to buy it. Also, by being on our mailing list, we offer we often have um, specials and added bonuses that we offer to people on our email list. So you're definitely going to want to subscribe to our email list. And then for our eCower workshop, what you want to do is the dates start February 6th at 11 a.m., And it's five days in a row. Right? Next. Did you say next? Next, yep. Next. Okay. Carlos, I'm suffering from anticipation anxiety for the e-collar workshop. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, How many days is it in? It's for five days. But how many days is it in? Oh, oh, starts February 6th. February 6th. So it's coming up, Carlos. You'll be able to enjoy it soon. Hold in there, bub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'll be able to enjoy it soon. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have plans for tonight? Uh, yes, but they're not till later. What are you doing again tonight? Um, I'm, go- I'm going to gymnastics. For? Pizza party. Pizza party, gymnastics, pizza, hanging out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. My friend Bentley will be there. There's like, what is it, like three hours? Three hours. Three but, hours. But you're going to pick me he up at the uh, two hour and a half mark because it goes from 6.30 to 9.30. But you're picking me up at 9 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe 9.15. Maybe 9.15. We, do we don't know yet. Yeah. 9, 9.15. Yeah, I'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Ooh. Next. Okay. Sam, yes, my home office. I run a software development com- company here in Cordoba, Argentina. I hope I pronounced... Argen- Argentina. Oh, I hope I pronounced both of those words right. Yep. Uh, okay, C- but Cordoba. Did I pronounce that right? Sounds right, yeah. Okay, Sam, can you uh, tell me if I pronounced that right? Cordoba? Okay, anyway, he's and have an office he's downtown. But since COVID, we mostly work from home. Mm. A lot of people do that. All right, Carlos, do you play Minecraft, Angelo? Uh, yes, yes. I'm what? waiting for I'm waiting for her the next update when they add the new mob, the Sniffer. I'm not joking. That's actually its name. Right. What's your big passion, though? My big pat me easy mythology. Right. That's what Angelo's podcast is on. Mm-hmm. Angelo has his own podcast, and he does it on mythology. And this this week is what? Uh. Egyptian mythology. Egyptian mythology, awesome, awesome. Oh, and by the way, do you guys have any ideas for what the question would could be here this week? Because I'm stumped. Oh, you can come up with a question. I'll come up with a question for you. Okay, what do you got? Well, not right well, now. Don't, because then that'll give them time to think about it before right. the podcast. Right. So don't tell me yet. I won't. I won't. After the podcast, I won't. please. <laughs> uh, let's 
see. Sam, what, someday when I retire, I'm thinking about really having fun and getting really seriously into dog training. Yeah, Sam, you, you, you should really think about it. It's, it. it's a lot of fun. You can help a lot of people. I mean, you can help a lot of people. So, I mean, it's, it's never-ending. Tons of people need help, that's for sure. Next. Garrett. From Garrett. Hey, Garrett, I remember you from Wednesday. How you doing? Anyways, sit, stay, duration, distance, distraction. Advice for next session? Oh, you're talking about your group class? Um, you can do uh, down. Do down. You can do place. Double down? You can wait until you just do you can just do place and then in pot with dogs on place should be in a down so you can start you can start by doing that um uh you can do again proper leash manners and um proper walking you can do that as well next sam angelo you did it great pronouncing it like all english speakers do oh thank you i actually got it right it is cardoba it's great or yeah cardoba that's what I said. I believe I don't even remember how I originally pronounced it. Is, it, yeah. is it Cordoba or Cardoba? I think you first pronounced it as Cor. Hold up, let me check. Let me check the spelling. Okay, yeah, it's Cordoba. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't even remember what I pronounced correctly. I do. <laughs> Someone's doing a really great job at homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. Liberty's doing a really great job. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I'm joking. You're doing a good job, Papa. Thanks, honey. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold up. This new comment sign is blocking the comment. Okay. Garrett, as well as basic hey, loose leash manners, apologies on um, MT. What does MT mean? He's probably spelling error. Oh, my, my texting. Oh, right. my MT was supposed to be mine. Okay, yeah. I thought that was I thought NT was an abbreviation. It is for mountain. Well, you're... Like Mount Olympus would be MT Olympus. Mount St. Helens would be MT St. Mm -hmm. Helens. Yeah. So my texting. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're, do doing, you're doing pretty good. So you can just start adding more obedience commands and then start chaining them together. Get everybody to work off of each other's distractions as well. Next. Carlos, I am a dog trainer uh, as a hobby. I started I started out to help out myself, then started showing my progress on the internet, and all of a sudden I was helping people. Awesome, Carlos. Good, good for you. Yeah, good job. I mean, that's how that. Believe it or not, that's how a lot of dog trainers start. That's how a lot of dog trainers start with their own dog. They realize that they've got a knack for it, and other people see how well their dogs behave, and they just start helping other people. And you can turn that into you can turn it into a full time career. Um, definitely a full-time career. Next. Kim, Angela, I'm sure your dad thinks you need a haircut. He does, but I'm liking the look. Uh, Bohemian? What does that say? You tell me. Bohemian, right? Does it? What's the last four letters? Bohemian? Yep. Bohemian. Yep. What does that mean? Is that like my, the style of my haircut? It looks like you need a, it means you need a haircut. <sighs> Fine. Okay, fine. I do need a little haircut, but just a little trim. Tomorrow you want to go? Fine. I'll get one, too. A tiny trim, though. I don't want it to be cut a lot. Like an inch at most. Okay. At most. You tell them. You're in charge of it. Whenever, okay. whenever you sit in the chair, 
I mind my business, and you tell you tell them what you want. Mm-hmm. So we'll do the same thing tomorrow. Okay. I'm, I think we should both go in for haircuts tomorrow. Okay, uh, Glennon. Hey, Jeff. What do you rem- re- recommend for a puzzle? A muzzle. I mean, oh my gosh, I do not know how to use. So work. for a mu- for a muzzle, um, we like Baskerville. Baskerville is a is a great brand. They come in six sizes. And um, you can actually go to a big box store and try one on your dog, make sure it fits right. Um, and then you can um, always adjust it. Um, you want to make sure it doesn't go up into the eyes. That's the big thing. And you don't want to make sure it's so snug that it pushes in the nose. Some very difficult time um, uh, finding a muzzle that works for them. Any more questions? Is that next? Uh, Raquel. Raquel. Jeff, the shadow program and this year is still on. That's a question. Mm -hmm. Uh, In in Florida? Mm -hmm. And then the end of that question. uh, Wait, I'll be in the U.S. soon, so I would love to join if possible. Wait, you're not in the... Oh, yeah, you're in Brazil. She's in Brazil. Um, so, Brazil. How uh, do you say it like that? You say it like Brazil. Because that's how it's pronounced. It is? It's not just Brazil? Well, you can say Brazil, Brazil or you can say Brazil. Yeah. Brazil and Brazil. Brazil, right. Um, <laughs> yes, it is, but we don't know what we're doing with it yet. There's a couple of things that we're working on, but we're still working on in the background. Next. Carlos, at first I was drawn into the positive only movement until my Pomeranian bit me in the face. Oh, um, at that point I was determined to find some different content and it was hard to find a real world world trainers. Yeah, um, the internet is saturated with reward-based and again, reward-based training has its purpose. We do a ton of it. It's how you train your dog and all your obedience. It's how you train tasks. But to have a truly, truly, truly bomb-proof dog or a dog trained to a higher level in the real world, you have to learn how to apply a punisher. And punishers are not bad. And in, 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 in social media, vets, behaviorists, people with lots of um, uh, letters after their name that are uh, book smart, but but leash stupid will try to convince you so that 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 you don't need to. Well, they're just wrong. They're just plainly outright wrong. They'll quote studies. They'll quote this. They'll quote this. And I'll say, here's a leash. Quote that. Here's a leash. Here's a dog. Show me. Next. Uh, here's a leash quote that <laughs> that's just hilarious and, okay okay next next lisa hello jeff and angelo hello please advise hey advise on who's dogs that are hyper her friendly hey uh, i always have my hiker holes leashed but occasionally run across people with dogs off leash they smother my little dog so you have to learn how to neutralize threats the act of booting a dog is highly effective. So now it's ironic because I'm not saying people should go around kicking dogs. I'm not saying you should be booting dogs in your training. Um, I mean, if your dog goes after you, that's a highly effective 
uh, um, safety protocol, but I don't care if the dog is friendly or not. I don't want your dog running up on me. So either you control it or I control it. Take You take your pick. And a lot of people will be like, oh, the dog just wants to play. You don't know how dogs are going to react when they meet each other, especially with your dog on a leash. You don't know. And it can be horrific. I have seen it become horrific. Most people have become horrific. Whenever we put a post up about off-leash dogs charging at you, we get tons and tons of comments on horrific outcomes, including death of your dog. So if someone's going to get hurt, it's not going to be me. It's not going to be my dog. Next. All right. Glennon. Baskerville. Baskerville. Is that the correct spelling? Thanks, guys. Uh, They spelled Baskerville. B-A-S-K-E-R-V-I-L-L-E. Correct. Okay. Solely. I I hope I'm... I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm not. Anyways, I feel guilty about telling people my dog is not friendly when they want to pet him or have their dog meet him. I prefer saying he is a little insecure. Any thoughts? Yeah. Why are you explaining? Okay. So why are you explaining things? Oh, can I add? I think I know. So solely, if I wanted to inappropriately touch you, oh, or somebody wanted to inappropriate touch you would you explain to them why they can't or would you just say no and maybe drop some f-bombs why are you explaining that your dog's not friendly why are you explaining that your dog's insecure why can't you just say no so it's a boundary issue there's a little bit of self-worth issues mixed in there too because of your first thing about feeling guilty. I don't feel guilty at all for telling people they can't pet my dogs. Uh, at all. Okay. Hmm? Wait, are you okay? My computer's about to die. Oh, you better go power it, power it up. Um, let's see. Ah, here we are. <clears throat> Um, uh, let's see, uh, there we are, okay. Nice job. Wait, is it, pl- yep, it's plugged in, okay. Uh, we can continue. Right. Oh, you said next? Next, yep. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yep. Carlos, how do craft a dog trying to bite prior to wearing any tools? Um, you set it up. Or a bonker is great. A bonker is great. No, and then bonk the dog. The dog could be loose, but set it up. Literally role play putting tools on. Role play putting tools on. We do it all the time. Next. Okay, let's see. Lisa. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, Kim. I called Lierberg and they fit it for me. Yep. Uh, what's Lierberg? Lierberg oh, is a is, fitters. No, well, they do a lot of uh, fitting. No, they sell dog training product. And they um, sell Baskerville muzzles as well as oh. numerous other muzzles. Oh, nice. They do a lot of working dog um, items um, like Ray Allen as well. And they can help you um, size it. Next. Daniel. Hi. How are you, how are you today? Uh, I believe Samuel already asked that, didn't he? He still wants to know. Good. Unless he's a bot. Are you 
robot, Daniel? Could be. He's been on other podcasts and he hasn't repeatedly right. asked, how are you? So he's not a bot. Right. Next. I think. Anyway, Sully, trying to do it without being a put-off, that's all. Why? Oh, push-off, I believe. Why? Is it put-off? I don't, so I don't, don't know. So don't be rude then at first. Just say, thank you for asking, but no, you can't. That's it. Thank you for asking, but no, you can't. And keep walking upon your way. Or if you're sitting at a bench, stay seated. Thank you for asking, but no, you can't. Why do you? So what if you're put off? That's not your problem. That's not your problem. You were polite. They'll be put off if you gave them a $10 bill and told them to go away. You'll still be a put off. Who cares? You didn't say anything that would hurt the other person's feelings. If their feelings are hurt, that's not your problem. Exactly. These things aren't your problem. Sorry. Sorry that your feelings are hurt. I'm not sorry, but I'm just saying it's like. Sorry, not sorry. What does that have to do with me? Nothing. You can't take a rejection. Grow the fuck up. Welcome to the real world. Life is full of rejections. I mean, I'm a male, okay? Ages of 16, I was already going to nightclubs. I probably hit on 20 or 30 girls. Some nights, all 30 told me to fuck off. Oh, well. Oh, well. Is that a good example? Yeah, it's a damn good example. Wait, you heard me say that? Yeah. I used to go door-to-door selling things. 99% of the people told me no. Oh, well. Okay. I used to cold call for different businesses I had. Cold call? That's when you you just call somebody up that, uh, that you don't know. How do you get their phone number? There's lists. We used to have to. We used to have to buy. We bought actually lists, so we bought cold call sheets. So I was told no a ton of times. Oh well. Right. How many times do you get solicited from like to buy something? Like we get a lot of door-to-door people here in our neighborhood. They all get sent away. Every one of them. How many times does somebody call you on the phone to sell you, you know, whether it's, you know, extended insurance on your car, you know, apply for a loan, like all these different things. I usually hang up on them. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Bye. See ya. I don't feel bad. Next. All right. Glennon, you rock, Jeff. Indeed he does. Thank you. All right. Daniel, how to stop a dog from barking in point on the dog? Told you he wasn't a bot. Daniel, how do you stop dog barking from point? Barking in point on the dog? I don't understand what in point on the dog. You apply a punisher to stop a dog from barking. Bonker, Mm -hmm. leash pop, remote collar, um... Mark Tower, next. Uh, sorry, man, I did... Oh, from Carlos. Sorry, man, 
and I didn't follow that role play explanation. Could you be more specific? Sorry about that. You set the dog up for either success or failure, whatever you're trying to do, and you and you role play the scenario. Is I forgot what the issue was with Carlos. Is he the one with the dog running away from him? Uh, let me go check. Say it was, you would put a leash on the dog and don't... How to correct a dog trying to bite prior wearing any tools. Right. So you set it, so set it, so get the tool out, have your bonker ready, go to put the dog's tool on, the dog tries to bite you, say no, and then bonk. So you set the dog up. Next. Uh, oh, it's 6.02. What? Huh? No? What? Yep. It is? Yep. Yep. Can we do one more comment? One more. All right, Carol. Solely, he just ju- just firmly tell them to stay back. You don't owe these people anything. We're conditioned to be nice. To heck with that. Advocate for your dog's safety first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can you can be nice but still firm. Ask let Constance ask her her question. Constance, huh? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's not a question. It's just a little statement. Oh, so go ahead. Hmm? So go ahead and read it. Okay. Had a fun discussion with my husband where I said no and playfully fucked him. The look of confusion and wonder with head tilting by all the dogs that once had me cracking up. I swear I could hear them thinking, did she just do who what I think she did? With some... <laughs> <laughs> I know I should laugh at a human getting bombed. Why not? It's funny. But exactly. It's funny. <laughs> It's funny. I hope you're feeling better too, Constance. We've got to go. It's 6.03. Um, everybody have a fantastic weekend. One more time. Um, the e-cower course is fan- One more time. One more time. The e-cower course is fantastic. Go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Get, you know, register for our live e-cower course. It's going to be a, um, an incredible experience. And it's only $111.00. It starts February 6th, and you can buy it right online. All right? Okay. And at a minimum, people should subscribe to our uh, excuse me, mailing list. Next. Time to say goodbye. All right, everybody. Bye, guys. I'll see everybody later. Hope everybody has a fantastic day, fantastic weekend. I'll see you people over the weekend. And madly in love with you. And... <laughs>